the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today for On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rhody Fisher. As a Christian mom for over 40 years and a teacher of the Bible in public schools for 25 years, Rhody will take you on a journey with some of her friends as they share their experiences and testimonies from their walk with Christ. You'll see that you are not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. Welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Now, here's your host, Rhody Fisher. Here's the continuation from last week's program, part two of On the Road with Jesus. He says, now we want to accept the Lord. You have to lead us in the sinner's prayer. You tried to do it last night or yesterday, but we wouldn't let you. And I said, oh my gosh, A and R. I says, God saved you last night from that bus so I could walk you through the sinner's prayer today. So, of course, we said the sinner's prayer. And um, they accepted the Lord. Well, I was cleaning up, and um, our standard thing to do is when we're at the Arabic fair or any place that we go to to hand out tracts and Bibles and stuff is to pick up all of our, you know, in case somebody's thrown away a, um, a Jesus film or a track or whatever, we want to pick up and leave the place as clean as possible, all of our stuff. So I had a little box um, with Jesus films and all my leftover tracks that I had picked up off the ground. And this person, I'll just call him R., he said, can we have all those tracks? We have so many friends that need to know Jesus. I want to just be able to hand out whatever you have left over. And I thought about it, and I said, God, should I do this? And I felt like God was giving me the green light. So I grabbed those things, and I handed it over to this guy. And there he was. Well, I did tell him I was going to give him a call once we figured out a church to plant him in. And so we came back to California, just so excited about these seven souls that was on their way, just like I was, to hell, really. And now they're, you know, walking with Jesus, just like I'm walking with Jesus. So then um, I remember... I was going up to um, Upland, and I had my husband in the car, and my phone rang. We had just gotten back from Dearborn, and my phone rang, and it was R and A, but it was R's phone. And he said to me, Rody, did you find us a really good church? And I said, I did. And I gave him the name and the pastor that was going to mentor both of them, and he says, great, 
because we've led about three more people to the Lord. I said, what? He says, yeah, on some of the tracks you gave us, it's just really easy to follow. And we've been leading people to the Lord. So anyway, God just allows one to sow, another one to water, and he brings the increase. Anyhow, um, I also wanted to talk about this. um, I guess it was about three years ago. Well, praise be to God for those men, and I pray that they continue to walk strong with the Lord and lead many to the Lord. Um, But I also wanted to talk about um, Mark and I, about three years ago, um, went to China, and we found ourselves on the plane saying, okay, Lord, um, before we went to China, we met with a pastor that had made several trips. That was his mission, to make nine or ten trips every year to China and um, talked about, you know, all the underground churches with him. And and he said to us, now, when you get to China, I do not want you to talk about Jesus unless the Holy Spirit tells you to. Because as westernized as they may seem, you can get arrested and go to jail. And so he said, don't take any Bibles. You can buy Bibles there, believe it or not, from the government. Um, But only if the Lord says this is the one that you talk to, you can talk to them. And he said, you need to have your ear on the chest of Jesus to hear his heart pounding so that you can know when to speak to anyone. So, quite frankly, we were a little bit scared. Like, oh my gosh, we certainly don't want to be in jail and not in China. So anyhow, we went and um, we kept praying that God would allow us to uh, find people to talk to. And we did. We talked to a lot of tourists that were on our tour buses. And we felt that it was safe to do that. But as far as Chinese people that lived there... We were very, very cautious. So anyhow, one day, um, I'm not going to tell you where or when that happened, but just that it happened, and one of the tour conductors is talking to us about feng shui. And um, do we believe in feng shui? And told us all about it. And so... I see that Mark's giving me the high sign to talk about the Lord. So I said, Lord, is this the one that I need to talk to about Jesus? Since he's asking me about feng shui. And I said, um, well, you know, I kind of think that there is some truth to feng shui. You know, the energy passes through or whatever. I said, I'm sure Chinese people over the years um, had te- have tested it, and there's some truth to it. I said, but I believe in something bigger than feng shui. And he said, really? What is it? So I said to him, well, you know, I believe that Jesus is the one 
that we need to believe in and put our trust in. And so I let him know how Jesus died on the cross for him. And I shared my testimony with how I was once lost and now I'm found. And I even told him a little bit about my grandfather who was born in China and um, came to Hawaii. And so he could see that I was Chinese too and there was a kinship and he said, um, I said, you know, tonight, and there were people around us, so I didn't want him to get in trouble. And I just felt led to say, tonight, maybe you can invite Jesus into your heart. And he said, tonight, yes. So I don't know whether he did or not, but I kind of think he did only because of God giving me that real big green light. And here we didn't get arrested. So um, I don't know if that was just planting seeds or watering, but whatever it was, God used it. And so we want to continue to cast those seeds out and um, see what God brings in in terms of the increase. Um, I also wanted to share a little bit. Thank you, Lord, for these people. I just want to make sure that I pray for them again that have um, committed themselves to you, Lord. And, Lord, let their walk be solid. Protect them from the wiles of the enemy. Anyway, um, I also wanted to talk to you about water. You know, growing up, I always considered myself a water baby. Um, I grew up in Hawaii, water all around the island, right? Every island is covered with, you know, surrounded by water. I grew up in a place called Manoa Valley, and we kind of lived pretty deep into the valley. Um, It rained there all the time, a little mist at least every day. Um, I loved the water. We would jump in Manoa Stream. I it's probably dirty. Maybe it's not dirty, but it wasn't when we lived there, so we would jump in the Manoa Stream all the time. Uh, We'd go up to Manoa Falls and get in the water, but it really wasn't that hard to get to the beach. I mean, after all, like I said, the place is surrounded by water. Did I lose you? Okay, I hit this. Anyway, um, so we're surrounded by water. I was always in the water. Um, a lot of my friends and I had our suits under our clothes because you never know when we'd be wanting to get in the water. And so, you know, we always had, we're ready, surfing and swimming and scuba diving and always in the water. And so, um, I mean, I was just telling my friend the other night, I even dream about jumping in the water. As a matter of fact, not long ago, like, I, um, okay, I'll just tell on myself. I walk in my sleep. But one night, I stood at the edge of my bed because I was dreaming that I was going to dive into this water. And my husband, Mark, had to grab me. And he realized I was asleep. And who knows, I would have dove right into the ground there. But I dream about water all the time. 
But um, I decided to look up water in the Bible. And I don't know if you know this, but the water is mentioned 722 times in the Bible. It's pretty significant. As a matter of fact, it's mentioned more than faith, more than hope, more than prayer, more than worship. So I'm sure God, water is high on his list. And so I started to kind of investigate a little bit more about water. And I realized that in Genesis 1, verse 2, it mentions water. We're not digging deep into, the, into Genesis. We're talking about chapter 1, verse 2. And let me just read it. Um, I think I wrote it down here. If I didn't, I'll look it up. Um, yeah, I didn't write it down. So let me look it up. And sorry about that. I can find it easy. It's right at the beginning of the Bible. So I'm going to read it in uh, the NIV because I didn't bring my King James. And so in verse 2, it says, Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was all over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. It's right there in verse 2. So how important is that? God created water right there. Also, um, it talks about water from the beginning of Genesis, as I just read, all the way to Revelation. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to read it now, I'll read it in a minute, but in Revelation 22, which is the last chapter of Revelation, verse 17, it talks about water. But let me go a little bit deeper here. Um, so what is the significance of water in the Bible? Well, it's it signifies salvation, not just in the Old Testament, but the New Testament, and eternity. It's eternal life. Um, it could signify something troublesome, like in Psalm 69, verse 14. It, and let me read it. It says, rescue me from this mire. Do not let me sink. Deliver me from those who hate me, from the deep waters. So it could signify something troublesome. It could also signify enemies, like in Second Samuel twenty-two, seventeen, and eighteen. It says, "He, meaning God, um, reached down from on high and took hold of me." So God reached in there to get him. He drew me out of the deep waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy. And from them that hated me, for they were too strong for me, but not too strong for God, see? So even our enemies could be considered that. In Jeremiah, it mentions um, twice. It refers to um, it refers to Yahweh identifying himself as uh, the spring of living water. And so here, let me read um, Jeremiah 20, I'm sorry. Jeremiah 2.13, and it says here, in, um, For my people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water. So Yahweh is considering himself, identifying, relating himself to the spring of living water. Okay, so it says, They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that could not hold water. So it couldn't hold God anymore. It just 
sieved right through. Also in Jeremiah seventeen thirteen, it says here, Lord, you are the hope of Israel. All who have forsaken you would be put to shame. Those who turn away from you will be written in the dust because they have forsaken the Lord, Yahweh, right? Um, the spring of living water. So the Lord Yahweh refers to himself as the living water. Okay, what else does this signify? I found that it means cleansing, washing, purifying, as in baptism. Not just, um, you know, just baptism, not exclusive to baptism, but being born of the, being born of water. You know, children are born in water. You know, there's water in that ambient few. Let's see, did I mispronounce that? I think I did. Ambionic fluid. But being born again. So it's that water. The Holy Spirit, Jesus, says he, he's the streams of living water, referring to them that believe in him. Um, so in Genesis 2, we read about God creating water. And even in Genesis 6 and 7, it talks about God dividing the waters. Um, So water is mentioned right there in Genesis. And so I do want to get to um, Revelation, where in Revelation 22, 17, um, it talks about water. Let Let me go to that. I can get to that quickly. It is um, at the end of the Bible, right? So, um, Revelation 22. Um, and, and you know, it's interesting because there are only um, 22 chapters. And here we are in the last chapter. And there is only 21 verses in that. And we're reading in chapter 22, 17. So here he is, God talking about water here. So let me start in um, 22, 17. And I think I'll read all the way down to um, 18. The The Spirit, which is God, Holy Spirit, And the bride, which is us, the church, say, come. And let him who hears say, come. Whoever is thirsty, let him come. Whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of water of life. So here it is. And then it says, I warn everyone who hears the words, of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. If anyone takes the words away from this book of prophecy, God will take away from him his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which is described in this book. He who testifies to these things say, says, yes, I'm coming soon, and that's Jesus. Amen. Come, come, Lord Jesus. The grace 
of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. So here it is. I read the whole rest of the chapter. Here it is in 17 where the Lord is saying, take this free gift, the water of life. Um, also, in tying in with that, I want to bring up um, John chapter 4, verse 13 and 14. Starting at the second part of 13. Oh, let me just read the whole thing. And this is where Jesus is talking to the Samaritan woman at the well. So we're talking about water again. He who drinks of this water will thirst again. But who, whoever drinks of the water that I, meaning Jesus, will, he will never thirst again. So it says, but he who drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst again. That's the kind of water that Jesus gives. You will be full and never thirst again. <clears throat> but the water... Um, okay. And it says here, um, But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Also in... John 4, I'm sorry, 7, 37, it says, On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and called out loud, called out in a loud voice, sorry, If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, Streams of living water will flow from within him. That's if any man thirsts. Any man. Any man, any woman, any child. If they believe in him, that's Jesus. That's his water. His water is free. It flows forever. He's already paid the price by going on the cross for all of us. Jesus gives us his water of salvation for the rest of eternity. We'll have it. Time is really short. Jesus says, you know, right here, I read it. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. He's coming soon. Who, who knows? Nobody knows the day or the hour. It could be today, which I would love it to be today. Um, but, you know, when we look at the sign of the times, it could be any, any day now. It could be any hour. It could be right now. Today would be good. Um, the Bible says that things would wax worse and things could not be worse than it is today. Um, you know, our state is on fire. There's all kinds of um, people um, having, uh, tearing down buildings and, and causing all kinds of ruckus. 
um, people are in such state of desperation right now. Today is the day of salvation for some of you out there. So if it's you and you would like that living water to wash over you and cleanse your heart clean of all the things that you've done in the past and the present and even the things you might do tomorrow. Jesus is here waiting for you to make that commitment. I know I'm speaking to someone out there. So if it's you, follow me with this simple prayer. There's no magic in it. It's just you pouring out your heart to God and saying, today I give it all up to you. And he will take you by the hand and lead you on this road with him. So follow me. Dear Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for being my Savior. Come into my heart and to my life. Take over my entire being. Lead me on the way of everlasting with you. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. <clears throat> thank you, Lord. I do want to thank every one of you for joining us today. Thank you so much for joining me, and we'll see each other next week. God bless you all. Thank you for being here today for On the Road with Jesus with your host, Rody Fisher. Every week, you'll hear experiences and testimonies from her and her friends as they share their journey with Jesus. You'll see that you're not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. If you have a question about today's show, email Rody Fisher at rawfisher at ontheroadwithjesus.com, spelled R-A-H-F-I-S-H-E-R at ontheroadwithjesus.com, or leave a voicemail at 951-817-0094. That's 951-817-0094. On the Road with Jesus is sponsored by Global Expressions Language Project. Learn more at asquaredlamps.org. That's the letter A, squaredlamps.org. Be sure to join us each week at this same time for more On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rody Fisher. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.